It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth, and with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the Tajiri to my Mr. William Regal, Mr. Mascot. <laughs> yes, I have my green mist, I have my buzzsaw yes. kick, and I am here ready for the Wrestling Rehab Up. And yeah. I'm going in. I, I lay down the law, you reinforce it. We're good. Yeah. Wow. Why do you get to be William? You know what? I'm fine. I'll be happy with my identity <laughs> today. Um, and what an honor to podcast with you today, Mari. You are an icon. We just oh, okay. saw you wow. last week on BuzzFeed. Like, look at okay. this. And you decided to come back to the wrestling rap. <laughs> what an honor. Yeah, I didn't get too big for my britches. <laughs> um, you didn't. I- I uh, we are we are back. We are officially we are. back. The wrestling wrap up is officially officially back. We're off Ooh. of our hiatus, our poorly timed hiatus. Apparently, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it really a hiatus? I don't know. It feel it never feels like it stops. I don't think you know? it was a hiatus. I think yeah. it's like oh, we just uh, missed a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's, it's, so. Thanks for tuning it was like, in. Well, for like a few weeks, let's just not have to do this. Just we'll do that it. next time. We're we're not going to call it a hiatus in the future. We'll call it a um some like maybe like a not a siesta. We could just call it a vacation and move on. Yeah. Look yeah. At that. There we go. But um, <laughs> other than that, how's your week been, Matt? It's good. I am actually in the one, the only Britsburg. Uh, there you go. Work things. Uh, so doing all sorts of bam. I'm just <laughs> doing the. I'm not putting my hands in anyone's mouth. Um, and go. yeah, that's kind of what I'm up to. Mari, how are, what what's what's your deal? Well, like you already pointed out, I You're was. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I want to manifest it by saying it. I feel like the more I say famous, maybe the more the algorithm will be like, oh, we should be listening to this podcast. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I was just very fortunate to be uh, interviewed by BuzzFeed talking about yeah. BB23 and just how um, momentous and historic and all of the things that the cookout is this season. Um, it was just so fun. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, producers on the on with Buzz, BuzzFeed 
had heard me on Rob has a podcast and told the 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 team at the BuzzFeed Daily podcast they should told them that ha- they should have me on so I can explain uh, Big Brother to the host and it was it was really fun it's very very nerve wracking like <laughs> legit I'm like oh my god I've been podcasting for like years now it feels oh like we know it feels longer than but it's only really been yeah. a year or so but I was I've. I was so nervous. I was so nervous, but it, it worked out and it was fun. It was fun, you know, um, to yeah. really go on a podcast and try and explain the history of Big Brother in 20 minutes. Not only that, but just like the racial components of Big Brother in 20 minutes was just, yeah. um, it was something. <laughs> like, I think though, I think at the end of the day, like they made the right choice having you on and not to say that there aren't other podcasters who might have been great in that spot. But in my opinion, <laughs> fight me, fight me at me, uh, at Matt's. Wait, wait, don't, don't, don't at me. Uh, at, at, Pino, at, at Pineapple Boy 13, if you have a problem with this, Mari, you are uh, one of the most prepared podcasters. Oh, Our show you. notes are probably close to 150 pages now for this <laughs> podcast, and we are not even close to 150 episodes. So, very thorough, <laughs> and you did an awesome job, and I think it was cool that you were Thank able you. to speak to your experience as a fan and kind of loop in um you know the the history with all of that so it was awesome if people haven't checked it out there is of course the written version of that on buzzfeed but also um even better i would say the audio version which Mm -hmm. was fun to listen to and we'll link it in our uh, show notes in our descriptions um yeah Uh, But other than that, I mean, let's dive in because we did a whole episode, our last episode where we just we broke the hiatus for a week, which basically means we just again came back earlier. But this is our official coming back. You've been Um, here. (laughs) We've literally been. I mean, like literally you were in the same exact place. And you were still watching wrestling. So uh, (laughs) just pretend like the episodes got lost. Right. So just like I mean, imagine what we would have said in case you're in those in those weeks it. that but we thank, weren't here. But yeah. honestly, thanks everyone for understanding and letting us take a break. And actually, the uh, the comments I saw were encouraging it because we yeah. all know as fans there is no off season, so mm-hmm. we need off seasons to like move and like get ready to go to yeah. Pittsburgh and other Pittsburgh. I'm sorry and other stuff yeah. like that. So thank you everyone. Yeah, and we did a whole uh, episode last week just doing like news and stuff that we had missed and stuff. So we'll just we'll just skip over that. Um, it, but if you have any questions, you want to join the conversation, you can um, always email us at wrestling at robhasawebsite dot com. You can of course follow us on Twitter at wrestling rehab up on Twitter. And you can use hashtag wrestling wrap up um, if you want to join the conversation. Um, also, uh, Matt, can you tell them about the Facebook group? Our Ooh, lovely yeah. Facebook group. Our illustrious Facebook group, our um, exclusive Facebook group. Not too exclusive, though, if you do want to be part of it. The group is called Job Has a Squadcast, and um, you could message or tweet me. You could message or tweet Mari and ask us about it, and we'll give our plugs in a second. Or you could like mm-hmm. message Chappelle. Chappelle will get you in. Um, he's been good at, at letting, hooking people up yeah. uh, with us. So um, that's another option. Option. But yeah, I think it's great because um, 
beyond the fact that you connect with the community of wrestling fans who also know this, Rob has a podcast world, even more, mm-hmm. we solicit questions from people and we've been doing that for um, a little, yeah. a little short while and weeks. it's been great. Yeah. So if you want to be part mm-hmm. of the show, join the group and you could ask us questions when, um, when one of us posts about them. Yes. And you can, of course, uh, subscribe to our podcast feed, Wrestling Rehab Up podcast feed that can be found in any where you get your podcast. Hopefully you're watching our big, beautiful faces here on YouTube. Uh, Rob has a podcast YouTube page. Just uh, search Rob has a podcast YouTube page and look up Wrestling Rehab Up and we'll pop right up there. And of course, you can always become a RHAP patron. Um, on on patreon.com slash uh, RHAP you know join you know, at the top of the month let them mm-hmm. know that the wrestling wrap up sent you get ex- uh, ex- access to exclusive uh, podcasts patron only podcasts <laughs> call in shows and it's going to get Ooh, real fun because Survivor just started so you know we're going to have that extra Survivor content for you um, so sign up uh, to be an RHAP patron all right. Get that out of the way. Out of the way. Get out of here. It's gone. It's gone. Done. (laughs) So now we're going to go into the highlights of the week. This will be a uh, Extreme Rules uh, preview show. So we're going to be doing our predictions and all that for Extreme Rules. Um, We will also be doing directly after Extreme Rules, we will be doing the uh, reactions podcast like we do after the pay-per-views. So if you want to... um, Follow us on Stereo. That's a Stereo at Mari Talks Too Much. And and Stereo at Matt Scott GW. Follow us so you can get notified once we go live during the reaction podcast. And then if you join us live, then you can submit your live audio questions and you can be a part of the Ooh. show. So, um, but before we get into our predictions for Extreme Rules and our uh, Extreme Rules preview, we want, we have to go over AEW. AEW had, um, AEW Grand Slam, uh, last night and it was at the historic Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, New York. And it was a big show. Like, AW has done a really good job of putting like pay-per-view quality matches on regular free TV. And this was no exception. Um, so we have to start off with Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. I mean, they announced it a week prior, <laughs> right? That's amazing. Yeah. Dream yeah. match. If you're looking on YouTube, um, Matt pulled up like a little poster of them. But it was a great match. Like the match itself was really good. I mean, which the, I mean, <laughs> it's Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega, yeah. like some of the best technical wrestlers in the world. And the match itself was so, it was so good. Like it, some of, I, I've said that some of the other AEW dream matches have been very slower paced. And mm-hmm. this one, it 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 still was not fast paced flying around, but it felt really well paced with because of their styles and then the yeah. the build up and just the it was <sighs> just so good. And spoiler alert, because of course this is all we do. We just talk about stuff that's already happened. Uh, it went is to a, a spoiler. Uh, this yeah, is a spoiler. Right. This is a spoiler. Uh, it went uh, to a, a draw. Spoiler. And I can't remember Ooh, if it was like yeah. a 30-minute time draw or 45. I can't remember. I just I just specifically yeah. remembering that normally whenever they say, because 
AEW matches always have like, oh, this has a 15 minute time limit, 30 minute time limit. I I feel like I'm more keenly aware of the time limit when it's not, when it hasn't happened. I was watching this and, and they, they barely said that they were coming up on the time limit before they oh. came up on the time limit. Yeah, like yeah, it, it, which I think is actually even, like, pretty think good. About that. Yeah, okay. that, I mean it's pretty good. So you're not like expecting it. Um, they literally it was like maybe three minutes before the time limit. They're like, oh my gosh, they're kind of yeah. getting close to the time limit. And then it was like, oh, they reached the time limit. I was like, oh snap. Yeah. So if you're gonna do, it, I feel like that's kind of the way to do it. You don't want to kind of beat the dead horse until people figure out. Wait, wait, maybe this could go to a draw. Yeah, and it's I, it's funny because you you made a comment um, just a second ago talking about like the other dream matches, and there have been other dream matches in AEW, but. Like this is the dream match in my right. book from AEW because, you know, even the fact like Mari earlier, I think, I guess it must have been last week or this past weekend, you sent me like a tweet where, um, Brian Danielson yeah. was just thanking WWE and acknowledging mm-hmm. WWE. And so as I was watching this match, um, for better or for worse, I mean, I don't think it really affects anything to be honest, but I was just thinking about like, this is the, the Daniel Bryan who I really, who we've all really come to know and love through WWE mm-hmm. and total divas and total Bellas over the right. last decade. Right. Um, versus the Kenny Omega. And, it was wild to see it. And I mean, this was truly a dream match. Like I, I don't think that I don't know how much could top it. I know that there's a lot more that they could do to top it, especially with the new additions to the company, but wow, this was awesome. And one thing I'll mention is that I actually had some friends who were in, or who are in New York, who were in attendance. And mm. it was one friend, Ryan, shout out to Ryan, who hopefully is listening. He's probably not listening, but he's a huge AW fan. Mm. And he brought all these non-fans. And I think just the energy oh. and the excitement of, um, of everything that's been happening with AEW lately, with all of the different names that are there, but also just with the quality of the product, like actually got people excited. So this mm. is a good time for wrestling. I can't say that enough, but I'm so thankful that like that that there are people who are getting into this and and kind of getting on board with the momentum that is AEW because it's going in the right direction in in my, well, you know, we never know what direction anything's going in, but it feels like it's going in the right direction in my humble um uneducated opinion. Right. And thank you for bringing that up because, you know, it would have been our shoot segment, but we don't normally do shoots on 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 uh, prediction episodes. But like I loved Daniel Bryan talking about his time in the WWE, talking about uh, he went on a few podcasts, did a few interviews. And I'm sorry, like I I am not here for people bashing their former employers. Like to me, it's very like it's not disrespectful because I, I don't think that's the word, but yeah. it's very like condescending and annoying. Like I've said it before, like when Ruby did her preview package for going to AEW, I loved it. I love the runaway theme. I love how she smartly said no more Heidi Lovelace, no more Ruby Riot. And, and didn't like, don't compare yourself to a prisoner, a slave, a mental patient, I'm like not name names, but yeah, right. Thank you. Like that is 
come on now. Like you, you got paid to, you got paid six figures to sit in catering at a wrestling company. I understand you wanted, you wanted to actually wrestle, but you were still getting paid and you were still voluntarily there. So let's not act right. like you were being forced to stay there. So yes. that's, and that's what I, I, I like about, uh, Brian Danielson because he said he loved his work. He just, we just all understand yeah. that he, he's here to do this. He wants to yeah. be in these dream matches. He wants to face people he has not faced anymore. I, I think, I think I heard he said that he only has maybe about three years tops of full time work. So yeah. he wants to spend the rest of that time fighting as many people as he possibly can. And of course it just, it makes sense. WWE just does not do that. They don't, um, they don't uh, let you be able to just go around the world and fight different people. So it, it right. makes sense why he, he left, left the WWE. Matt, what do you uh, think? Let me build on that because that was perfect, Mari. And the other thing that I want to say is just the fact that you shouldn't have to be in a position where you have to denounce where you came from, where you have to deny where yes. you came from. Like WWE was part of their journeys. And I get that a lot of people say, for instance, this, this thing that we've probably heard in wrestling companies that aren't WWE for years. Like, don't, why are you mentioning WWE? Don't mention WWE. And mm -hmm. the thing is like, I like the fact that he's just deciding to mention WWE on social media and otherwise. And, and people are, choosing to refer to it even i'm sure knowing that there are fans who will look at that and say oh they're bitter oh don't mention wwe wwe is not mentioning you wwe is the one the company that established how you approach um people how you approach people after their releases like not talking about someone after their release or um, mm -hmm. not really talking about other wrestling companies but don't be mistaken. That does not need to be the way it has to be. And that's the thing that I love about what AEW is doing and what the performers are doing. And they're not letting anyone erase their history, which I think is really cool. They're fully owning where they've been and who they are. And I think that's pretty awesome. And every person should be able to do that. Even in WWE, they should be able to own their history. Um, yeah. But hopefully we get to that place too. I just think it's cool to see people show up like very authentically, which is kind of what we're getting. Exactly. And, and you're right. Like they're, they're acknowledging their history. I just don't like the ones who are like, like really just yeah, well, on it because it's, it's a, for, <laughs> for instance, it's like that, like the mu musician, like you go to the concert. It's, it's like, I guess if you go to an Oasis concert and everybody's yelling, mm -hmm. play Wonderwall. Yeah. And like, <laughs> then the, you know, and then the musician's like, oh, uh, like they, you know, they hate the, the song that people love them for, you know, like yeah. it's annoying. Or, or, you know, you see that actor and you're like, oh my God, I loved you in, in so and so. And they're like, oh, I've done so many other dramatic acting <laughs> parts. It's good. It's good to see people happy and proud of where they are and embrace yeah. it. Like that's the weird thing. Like I, I mean, you can think of so many different concerts you go to, but how disappointed would you be if you were an Oasis fan and they didn't play Wonderwall at the concert because <laughs> they said, that's not us anymore, right? Exactly. Like you should go and be able to play your best hits and the things that kind of brought you to the dance. And um, I think that's cool. And, I, you know, it is surreal, I will say, hearing the yes chants in AEW. That is surreal, but I'm not, that's not a negative thing. That's just like, my mind being blown because the world that 
is wrestling today is just so like intertwined where we can get one thing earlier in this year with WWE and kind of get something that echoes that or continues Daniel Bryan slash Bryan Danielson's story um, uh-huh. over in AEW. So shout out to them. It's I, I, and I, and this match was beautiful and also a great way to do it because where do they go from here? That's the cool thing that I'm excited to see out of this one. Um, I was excited beforehand, but I'm excited with how they did it. I thought that was really cool with the draw. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And um, just to like put a cap on it, it it was mm. just great. It was really great to see. And I, I really cannot yeah. wait not to see where they go, but also where Daniel Bryan goes with the different opponents that he yeah. that I think there's still room for him to go up against Kenny. I would be very surprised Probably. if he's the one to take the belt off of him. But I think I'm more it, I'm more looking forward to to who else he's going to wrestle because mm-hmm. this is what he wants to do. He's happy doing this and I support him a hundred percent. Also, I want to bring up really? that in one of the podcasts he talked, he said he doesn't want the yes chance in AEW. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he says he doesn't he said he wants to drop it. He says he doesn't want the yes ch- chance in AEW. He wants something else. I don't know. Well, he is that said, for legal reasons? No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think he I I don't think so. I think he he wants to kind of start fresh. I think he wants to he also said yeah. that he also said that uh, he likes what? the pressure of feeling that the company yeah. is on his shoulders because mm-hmm. he said, "Yes, I did great on WrestleMania 30, but no matter what if I had won or not, the next night it wouldn't have affected uh WWE's ratings or their money yeah. intake." So he he says he likes the feeling of like if this doesn't go well, then they're going to know it. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel I that know. I feel that I feel that because I think that like, again, you we talked about being proud of where you come from, being able to own it. But also, like, it's OK if you're tired of certain things and want to move on and want to reinvent yourself. Like Chris exactly. Jericho is a great example of this with even just his theme music and how much that's been embraced and the evolution He's always Chris Jericho's always uh, evolved in different ways, but to see how he's evolved since the last time he was in WWE and even since he's been in AEW um, is powerful. Like you want room to be creative, and like I was saying, like without those yes chants, mm-hmm. I to me, I would be watching Daniel Bryan as opposed to Brian right, no, Danielson. Me, yeah. I want to watch Brian Danielson as exactly. Daniel Bryan, and it feels like exactly. the yes chants are more reminiscent of Daniel Bryan like let's close that chapter if he wants to and then kind of move on but either way it's going to be awesome the American Dragon Brian Danielson is not here to play that's my yes and I also think he could also go back to WWE he said he left on really good terms with them yeah yeah he said he oh, left on really and, and like uh not to perform but like to go back and um uh work backstage because I think we've talked I think we've talked about it on this podcast, but you know, he helped um, Big E and Kofi and all their runs. Like he was acting yeah. on, on behalf of a lot of guys and a lot of storylines in the back mm-hmm. uh, during his run as champion and after. So I would, that'd be so great. So no I matter what it. he'll, yeah, he'll be doing what he loves. So good on him. Good on yeah. him. Oh, Brian Danielson. <laughs> See, I will like get a, used to it. I will get used to it. Brian yeah, Danielson. I know. I didn't even hear myself say it before. And yeah. I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> yeah, we try. We will respect their new names. It's just going to take a minute. <laughs> Danielson, comma, Brian. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they were calling him there when they were calling the match. They were calling. They were saying Danielson. So it's just also just yeah. They're, yeah. You know, they're using I mean, it's like name, close, it's sense. close enough. It's yeah. it's close enough. It's like um, literally just the S O N that's the difference, and the names are flipped and reversed like Missy Elliott. So yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the way it is sometimes. Um. So we also got it was a big show, and you know we're we're gonna just talk about like the some of the main highlights just really quickly. But we also got Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho in a really nice yeah. women's match here for the title. Um, awesome, really, really awesome. Yeah. The only problem is we we kind of knew Ruby wasn't taking the title off of Britt, or at least I did. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean. That's what you're thinking, but like the way that they went about it was really interesting because they teased that again and again and again. Like they, and they made, I, I think, regardless of the championship, right? Cause I'm with you. That's what I would have predicted and assumed just because it would have been like wild if that's what happened from so many different levels. Um, but just like the fact that Ruby was made to look so strong, I think is saying a lot, you know? Yes. But also, should we be blurring out these people's names in this, in this Facebook? In the comments. <laughs> is it comments? No. Okay. All right. Well, nobody I mean, look, can answer we don't, to that. Look, I don't know. <laughs> look, we're not. Ta- don't read the names in the comments. Uh, <laughs> and if they're in the comments, it's public. Like, literally, I'm not even logged That's into true. That is Facebook, true. So it is very public. And you know That's what? True. But you know what? It is interesting because the actually I'm not even going to read the comments. It's don't yeah, don't do not do that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the comments. But yeah, service announcement. Great match again. Love Ruby. How Ruby sells. Ruby can just oh, she can sell. I love Ooh. her. Yeah, and um, her. her and Britt had very good chemistry, but Britt ultimately wins here. I I. Really do think we're gearing towards Brit and Thunder Rosa, but I'm not sure because Thunder Rosa is still um she I, she has a lot of indie dates I think that she's fulfilling or at least a few. I let me not talk out of turn because again I am not a wrestling journalist. I don't make stuff up if I can. So um Ooh. if I can avoid it. Um so what oh, I wait. Uh-huh. I see what you never mind. I like I thought you were saying that the wrestling journalists made things up. All right. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> both. What are you thinking? No, both. Anything else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So I, 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 I know she is still taking like a lot of um, independent bookings. I don't know if that'll, you know, have anything. If that'll affect anything that she's doing with AEW. Yeah. Uh, but. Brits just got on a really good run. You're in Britsburg. They love her there. Yeah. So she's probably going to hold on to it for a little bit longer here. Uh, I need to get my hands on Brit? one of those. Yeah, a lot about Brit. I need to get my hands mm-hmm. on one of those little like, little rally. No, you have. don't. No. Uh oh. No. I'm missing something. Yeah, it's football. You know, we'll move on from. It's probably. It's, it's uh, you know what, Mari? Sometimes you don't use what's known does not need to be said. And I don't know, but I know 
It's just that the, those towels are based off the Pittsburgh Steelers towels, Keep, and yeah. I am a Ravens fan, so we oh. don't need to do that. Oh, I thought it was something yes. a lot worse. Okay, no, I'll, it's I'll not. Still find That's all, yeah. I'll give you one, and you can burn it. If no, you want to. <laughs> don't do any of that. <laughs> don't give you me can one. Burn it if you need to. <laughs> By the way, just as a side note, back to the Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, why does Brit have like? Oh, never mind. I'm what? so dumb, Mari. No, I in this picture of Brit on our YouTube, I thought that was Go the Washington Monument in the background to the left. But oh. That's actually just the door. It does kind of look like it. Wow. Everyone, what are they trying I'm, to say with this YouTube. poster? Like she's like Brit is in like a penthouse while like Ruby is like under a bridge. What is happening in this picture? <laughs> that's weird. What is that flag? Is is that like a we can't break the, the I don't like Sorry. I don't know I know the audio listeners are wait like, and then why does no 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 this is good but oh my and then the chair behind Brit is made of teeth we got yeah it's a great. teeth thrown and then um, Ruby has records on the floor or on the table some kind of and then there's beer in the background drinking and wrestling is not encouraged I really kind of want to know what that flag is I have a lot Ruby. of questions it's, but I have to say their graphic designer is having a great time because this is so much detail. <laughs> yeah, they threw probably a lot all has in a there. reason behind it. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Right. Look at that. Okay. <laughs> so any any final thoughts on Brit and and Ruby, Matt? No, just that, you know, the the match itself was really powerful. Um but I'm excited. I like that again, I like that they are not afraid to obviously not put um not put ruby over in the traditional sense in terms of actually giving her the championship and the win but like put ruby over in the sense of like making her look really good and i hope that that pays off and i hope that the fans are okay with that because she has not been in that spot on a card before this is not recycling wwe's anything i mean ruby is not wwe's first of all um but i i just love i just really love what they're kind of what they're doing with Ruby and I'm glad that I haven't seen too much hate for it. Yeah. And uh, also rumor has it that they're thinking about adding a women's secondary title to AEW, which I'm pretty sure I've said it here, but I've been saying that WWE should have added a women's secondary title, especially before they added another freaking tag. tag titles. Like that's exactly what we talked about it when they introduced yeah, the a thousand tag percent. titles. Yeah. So AEW uh introducing this women's secondary title is such a good idea, comma, however, <laughs> or however, comma, um, as Jacob Jones would say, uh yeah. This, that means you got to put them on the show more. You know what I'm saying? Like to AEW, yeah. like if you're gonna give them a secondary title, then you got you, their screen time should level up with that as well. So again, yeah. I hope they're hearing a lot of the criticism totally. for them is that they are not giving their women enough on TV screen time. I'm not worried about that because I think I'm. I would imagine that they're hearing it. I just think that. um 
You know, it was tough, actually. It, it, I can imagine they're in a tough position because WWE has had or does have a lot of the best women in the world signed to the their products. Like, whether you know, mm-hmm. what, no matter how you slice it. I mean, even seeing Ruby perform here is kind of a testament to that. And so I'm not saying that they need to get more women who've been in WWE. But I do think that just they need to they are building out the roster. And it's so much stronger than it was even like a year ago or even like two right. years ago as they were kind of kicking, really kicking things off, I think. Right. So I'm a, I'm a fan of what they're doing and I hope that this is all a way of like building up Ruby so that she could be a stronger part of that. Um, I wouldn't even call it a secondary title, but just of that other title on the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, TNA. I was going to take, T- I got TNT and AEW confused for a second. But, um, you know, Tony Khan is really intentional about talking about like just the main event and like the world championship doesn't necessarily just need to be the main event. Like there's the, the, the philosophy of who could be a main eventer is a lot less clean cut than I think it is other places. And I appreciate uh-huh. that. So we'll that see. Makes sense. Maybe it'll be featured. Yeah, that makes sense. I just need yeah. more women. That's that'll yeah. always be my complaint until they get more women because I'm a women's wrestling fan, first and foremost. Um next up we have so this is like it was good. Like um Cody Rhodes went up against well, technically we can only call him Cody, right? Oh no. Okay, so did he earn what? the right you know I was we just thinking did he earn Game back, like he can like legally use it again. Anyways, we don't. We're not. Remember, he used to not be able to do it. That's why that yeah, was like it was, weird, it was just Cody, and then that's why Brandy was able to trademark Brandy Rhodes, so that whenever they introduced him, it was Cody and Brandy Rhodes, because that was a way to be able to use the Rhodes name. Yeah. That's why people would just yeah check Cody. I don't spend time in the trademark office, Me Mari, yeah, but same. I would. Right. That sounds about right. That sounds about yeah. right from everything I remember hearing. So we had Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black, aka former Alistair Black. Um, And in a match, I was like, you know, they've been like teasing it. Um, Cody's been Cody's been gone for a while, I think, if I remember correctly. They brought Mm -hmm. this back. And Malachi Black won. I'm actually surprised because people have made fun of how much like Cody's feuds are kind of copy and paste. It's like, bring in a new star. Cody gets beat by the new star. They face off again. Cody wins. You know, it's like that's like the the meme going around about Cody Rhodes matches. But Malachi Black actually um got the second win here over Cody in such a mm-hmm. funny way. Like I I had to talk about it because j- just because Malachi Black ended up um doing the black mist into Cody's face when Cody accidentally I don't know um hit like Cody caused a ref bump by kind of like accidentally hitting the ref and mm. then Malachi Black used it to his advantage and spit the black mist and, and did a roll up and got Cody and so it was just so funny and I liked yeah. it because the crowd popped like the the crowd was in I, I love a good black mist I love a green mist That's green mist to Jerry. To yeah. Jerry. Yep. Yeah, yep. so that was fun it was just a, it was a fun match I, uh, 
Malachi Black is on one. Like his yeah. character is so evil. I, I I'm loving the eye. I love it all. So I I really can't wait to see where he goes after he's done feuding with Cody. We really don't need to talk about this, but um, <laughs> last week with the Rosa, the whole Rosario Dawson thing was just oh, very right. bizarre. Oh, to I me. forgot. Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> just like I, I, I really wanted to talk about this last week. And last we week, yeah, you like did. We, did yeah. we were doing the news update, and like we were really focused on that. But one, it's just so bizarre to me. Like I'm from North Jersey, and I've been mm-hmm. in that arena, and like the fact that Rosario Dawson, who is, I believe, dating, not maybe engaged. I don't yeah, know. She, to Cory yeah. Booker, are mm-hmm. they engaged? Uh, I'm not sure about Let's that. Just say dating. They're, They're still together. dating. Yeah, who is together with? Who is an item? That's what the people said back in the day. The old people. Yeah, um, the Rosario old, Dawson yeah. and Cory Booker, who could be could have been the president potentially they're dating together weird weird actually you know what we've seen a lot of weird presidential stuff in wrestling but um she was just adjacent to that and uh yeah that was uh yeah know, so i just so to last week, very strange she has, she has black number she has black's number is what i'm saying because she was oh. all, she almost took him out yeah malachi black was having a match with good. somebody i cannot remember and yeah rosario dawson was just yes. chilling in the audience with a nightmare family shirt on. Mm-hmm. He started talking smack to her. She talked smack to him. She got yeah. in the ring and jumped on his back long enough for like mm-hmm. Cody to come down. It was it was weird, like, to say the least. Yeah. But like you said, we've seen so many weird wrestling cameos <sighs> at this point. In like, so many, yes, all across the board, uh, right? Yeah, that was like, like weird because she's like a big enough stop like just put in Sandra Bullock at this point like who else do we need to throw in like that cow but that was actually really cool I liked to I liked the idea of it regardless of um just the wildness surrounding her which yeah yes problematic things google rosario dawson and learn more but (laughs) yeah so that was this feud is I'm hoping it's over now but I don't know. I mean, the win was kind of like a, a he stole the win, so maybe they could stretch it out for one more match. But honestly, I, I personally don't think they need to, but it's whatever. Um, next up, uh, and finally for AEW, CM Punk came out um, just to address the fans at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Um, and I think he came on after the Omega Daniel Bryan match, which, oh, sorry, we didn't even talk about this. They opened it up with Omega and Daniel Mm -hmm. Bryan. I don't know if that was a good idea. I mean, I, I, you know, of course they did it for like the ratings, but a lot of people were wanted to see that match. I I would love to see what, if there was any drop off after it, to be quite honest, because yeah, I hear you, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't and like to wait. Going up against, but go, at going up against that eight o'clock in that eight o'clock hour, you're going again. Survivor premiered. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The challenge is still like the number but, one thing on Wednesdays. I think but that's what they like were. That. But that's the thing. That's maybe that's the reason why. I don't know. Cause I could see your point that it's like either a bad idea or a good idea. I think the reason it could be a good idea is like because of the competition they have in that time slot, like put yeah. on your biggest thing to start the show. Um, 
interesting but yeah. you know and and punk mentioned just following that was a lot but it's cm mm-hmm. punk so i guess people are happy you know it's, that was, it's, it's, it was it's like if anything's gonna move. follow if anything's mm-hmm. gonna follow that match it makes sense for it to be punk very smart move not only for punk's star power but because it was just a it was just a promo segment it was a quick promo yeah. basically him calling out team taz and um hyping up there they are going to be um wrestling each other on Rampage. Rampage is going to be a special two-hour episode this week. And um, so he was basically hyping people up for for that. But correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, do you know, I think they record Rampage the same night that they record um, Dynamite. So I think Uh, after... I don't know her. I don't know her. But that, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, makes I think sense. they recorded. Yeah, I think they recorded after. I think once Dynamite goes off air, they then record Rampage because some of the people uh-huh. ask your friend. But I think yeah. some of the people were still at that arena until like almost midnight. So I would assume that's what was was happening there. So yeah. maybe he came out, popped the crowd, talked about his Rampage match, only to just come out later and actually have the match. Mm. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Well, that would be really practical. Yeah, exactly. And it's and again it's perfectly placed to go after Kenny and Daniel Bryan. So nobody else whoever's following that up match wise has to sit through like the you know, the come down for that. So good on everybody here. Punk just said, told Team Taz like see you at Rampage and, and uh they pro they're promoing Ramp Rampage. Hopefully people will watch Rampage. I don't know why it's two hours. I don't know if anybody knows, feel free to reach out and tell us, but they just said a special episode is going to be two hours. He said, it's not my job to wake you up. It's my job to tuck. Well, to tuck your ass in is what he said. Yeah. Uh I mean, that's not a nice thing to say to anyone that you're going to tuck in. Ah, Such a great move to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Lots of puns. Lots of good promo stuff. Hopefully that's not punk's best. Uh, promo that we'll see in AEW. I'm sure it's not. But you know, that was yes, interesting times. What a promo. Mhm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up our highlights oh, yeah. of AEW. Um again, Everything that we've talked about can be found in our show notes and our highlights playlist. Very, very handy dandy. That'll have all of the clips that we talk about here today. You can find it in our show notes or in our description on the YouTube right below, right below here. Me pointing right below. Uh, Down there. there. Yep. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, 
and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So let's get into the extreme rules of predictions, preview, all that good stuff. Um, Matt, when I was going over like the the card right now, like um, full disclosure, we are recording like we always do for the the prediction podcast before mm-hmm. SmackDown. Um, so, but as of right now, I was actually surprised that it's we only have like a a handful of matches on the card, but it feels like there are way more storylines happening in WWE. Yeah, so that's just, very interesting. Just, just clean up. We'll go. They said, Matt, Mari, we don't want you to have a long predictions episode. <laughs> so we're just going to make the card really short for now. Um, no, that was, yeah, that is interesting. There's a lot that is going on that's not included, but I, I yeah. do. Yeah. I don't know how I really feel about it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure either, but like we'll shout out some of the the stuff that we like that's been going yeah. on at the end of at the end of the review. Right. But like, um, I, I think they they're it, it kind of makes sense because um, I said we'll do it at the end, but I'm talking about it right now because we got that big like uh Biggie Bobby Lashley Roman Reigns match on Raw this week. Um, that r- currently there's no. Uh, WWE championship match on extreme rules. So like, and then same kind of with the intercontinental championship, we got, we had Apollo confronting Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown last week, and they're going to have their intercontinental match on SmackDown before extreme rules. So honestly, again, it's trying to, I think they're trying to keep up with that model of, of putting some big matches on free TV and it just opens, which is good because it opens up more space for the extreme rules pay-per-view and you're not like, um, really scrunching so much in (laughs) you know trying to get everything on the pay-per-view yeah and i think the other part of it too and i feel like i've heard so much of this over the last however many months but it's just like the different networks that they're kind of playing oh right so i think back to it must have been not elimination Ooh, was it elimination no it was hell in a cell this was hell in a cell um, where they had the match between Rey Mysterio and Roman actually take place on SmackDown oh, instead mm-hmm. of on the show. And then right. what I remember the alleged reasoning being was just that, like, that they wanted to, the exec, they want to make the executives happy. And that's something mm-hmm. I keep hearing. And so, you know, I guess it's not a bad idea to put some big stuff on the shows. And then the pay-per-views are less crowded and mm-hmm. exhausting for people to follow along. Or there are less of these like short matches that don't, you know, three minute, five minute, whatever the matches would be if you crammed in like 10 matches instead of having like six or seven. So exactly. I I think I appreciate it, but it is, it's just different and we're not used to it, I guess is the point. Yeah, exactly. But it, yeah, it, it makes sense. So we're just going to go in order of how we're, uh, whatever we feel like, what we're more excited to talk about. So, of course, we're going to talk about Bianca versus Becky first. 
<laughs> so you know, um, I just we have to can we just yes. stop in describe this the, picture for the, the audio outfit, listeners on the outfit there is a picture on the YouTube Rob has a podcast YouTube channel mm-hmm. um Becky Lynch this I believe was from a couple weeks ago yes the thing is Mari when I look at this picture of Bianca and Becky at this contract signing, I literally was at a loss for words. I thought to myself that Becky Lynch looks like Elmo meets Cruella DeVille. Yeah. So, um, that's like, I, but I also don't, I, I felt it, overwhelmed. It is the biggest red fur coat I have ever seen in my entire life. It's a parka. It's like, Is like it? Becky said, it's like, it's a winter. I have to stay warm. I'm going to be champion right? for a long time. I don't know. I don't know what animal that tell. is. I thought it was furry. It looks like Elmo, like a bunch of Elmo's were yeah, skin. And it is quilted. Jacket and it's uncomfortable. It is- yeah, like you said, it's like Parker quilted. So it's like, it, it is comfy. so obnoxious and over the top. Yeah. Like if you I just wanted it. to pass out on like a couch and just sleep, like that's the perfect jacket to wear because you could bundle up in it and stay warm for the winter. And contract, contrast it with Bianca's like all white two piece. <laughs> yeah. Like that I'm sure she made because she makes everything and she's amazing. And this heel Becky run, I'm so glad they went this direction. We talked about it after uh, she won the belt at SummerSlam. Like, like I, I, I didn't think this would be kind of possible for us to get a heel Becky, get a heel Becky, the man Becky Lynch heal after her being gone for what 18 months mm-hmm. 16 months something like that like i you if you would have told me this a few months ago i would have been like there's no way so yeah. Yeah. all of that trepidation at the beginning of this feud was okay so you put the belt on becky does that mean you're turning bianca like what is happening that but was scary that was, that was i was scary. i was scared i was scared but but but, but mm-hmm. they gave us that Becky, and I think yes. that's what that's about. Like that's what we wanted, and even just yes. like to see Ooh, how obnoxious from Bianca. You're all about this outfit, this no, beautiful. I'm talking about Becky, both of them. Look, look at Becky. Becky, Becky with the Kill Bill type of situation. Yes. Also, like the slightly annoying. I will. I don't even know. If it's so annoying, but. <laughs> She's They're good. like Bantu Nas almost. She's good. She's good. good. It <laughs> is so annoying. Like, I was like, why are you trying to be Lita right now? Like, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Becky is legit. Like she, she yeah. took all the the um. It, I don't know. I don't want to mean. I don't know if this will sound derogatory, but you know, her yeah. and Seth are kind of playing that same obnoxious heel character mm. where they just dress so over the top. It's like. Why do I hate you right now? What a because great of day. your yeah, yeah. Because how like you're getting ready? Just imagine them getting ready every. The two every, of them are. They're just like ridiculous. we're gonna go. We're gonna pack. Oh my god! Just imagine like the options that they have packed into their. Yes. Uh, actually, for both of them, because Bianca, you know, she's sewing. What she's she's mm-hmm. getting her outfits together. She probably has a few options at all yeah. times. You know what this. They this just work so hard. Team, they definitely. work so hard and it's so beautiful to see. And I don't feel like, I mean, there are lots of ways that everything could go wrong, 
but I don't think that this is going to go wrong yeah. in any way, which I'm excited about. And Bianca, this is so the picture we're looking at right now is from mm-hmm. this past week on uh, yes. SmackDown. They're actually in Knoxville, Tennessee, where um, Bianca is from. And, and yeah. where mm-hmm. Kane is the mayor <laughs> of Knoxville County. Knox, Knox County. County. Yep, Knox and County. I, that's what I just pretend I didn't say the Ville part. That's I know, what you said. I, I know geography. Yeah, you said I didn't good, say it. No. Details. And mm-hmm. anyway, so he was there, which was interesting, but yeah. that's the thing. He didn't even need to be there because it was about the Becky Lynch. It was about the Bianca Belair. You, I was about to say, you said that in reverse. It was about the Bianca Belair. That crowd. Well, mm, that. Mm, so first mm, off, mm, Kane was mm. there to present uh, Bianca with the key to the county, which was Okay, I've never heard that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the biggest fake looking key I've ever seen in my entire life. But it's like here's the key to the whole county, not the city. Okay, whatever, cool. I'll I'll let you have that. But that crowd popped so huge for Bianca. And and not just that, but like they were they were relatively quiet the rest of the the night in comparison. Mm -hmm. Like she legit, you know is over and you know we talked about how you're in Britsburg they put Britt Baker over in Pittsburgh whenever they can and we were always saying how they need to do this more in WWE and they finally leaned into it here in WWE and then on top of her star power it just really worked here and I just love that we are getting a heel Becky who is actually getting heel reactions and Bianca is actually getting baby face reactions because that is such yeah. that just uh, tells you how good of a star that Bianca is. I mean, we all know Becky's. I yeah. mean, come on, we don't yeah. have to say that. Totally. But for Bianca to be eliciting the support of the crowd against one of the biggest stars right now, that is amazing. Like that is amazing, and that's why this storyline is just. So so good and I am so like I I like both of them but mm-hmm. it is just I don't know I want them both to win but then yeah. you know I, I think it's re- gonna win. <laughs> I think it's the, a reflection too of the respect that each of them have from the fans because yeah. with Becky I think they say Oh, we love Becky. So we're going to respond to Becky the way that Becky wants to be responded to. Of course, people don't hate Becky Lynch in any way, shape or form. There's no reason to hate her. She's phenomenal. But just like having the respect to show a performer, the respect reacting in the way playing your role essentially as a fan, because we as fans do have roles in the show. Like that's where I mean, WWE has to work to earn our reactions. But at the same time, they know this isn't about hating Becky. It's about supporting Becky and being her best bad girl Becky. And we love bad girl Becky, right, Mari? Yeah, we bad do. Girl it, Becky, is that the yeah. bad girl? Ba- is but we? I, I forget what she was kind of calling herself. I don't but know. It, it's Becky, so good. Again, something obnoxious. I'm dang, sure. Yeah, she looks so good. Um, but. Also, and I and I agree with all of that. I'm not disagreeing. I think oh, I'm sure. you're you're completely right with that. But I also just kind of want to remind you that Bianca Belair ha- has literally stood across the ring with 
Well, well, now this is all four of the horsewomen and has literally held her own. That is, cr- you know, no, that's ridiculous. That is why. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I, thousand yeah. percent, because the thing is, they could, and that's the thing with the, res- and I didn't want to understate the respect that people have for Bianca. I think that's the part to your point that's even more notable yeah. because if they didn't, well, they cheer Becky or they boo Becky and don't react to Bianca. And that's not what mm-hmm. we're seeing. We're still seeing the love and support for Bianca and the fire there. And I hope that actually says a lot to WWE too, that like they really did take a big risk booking this the way that they booked it, booking them against yeah. each other, but it's also a huge opportunity. And Bianca has proven time and time again in kayfabe, but also in shoot that she could rise to the occasion. She is the, EST or at least you know out of kayfabe shoot she is one of the ESTs but Mm -hmm. I mean I would just say she's still the EST exactly and it is I don't know where we go from here just because before I get to the predictions again think about think about this right so Bianca feuded with Bailey had one of the better feuds of the year. She then went on to feud with Sasha, the best feud of the year for me personally, for the women. Um, returned back to the Bailey feud, and it was just getting right there at the pinnacle before, unfortunately, Bailey got that, got injured. And yeah. then we inserted Sasha again. Sasha came back, healed Sasha. We're thinking we're about to get Sasha Bianca too. And then we just. St- we still don't know what happened with, with Sasha. What's Sasha's situation? From and what let I me understand. just also say, out of respect, Mari, Carmella was also Carmella. I know I I'm not gonna even pretend. Oh, yeah. like, we know where Carmella stands, but I want to say I think it's we did get we've gotten like good filler moments with Carmella along the way from the start of the year to even oh, when agreed. Bailey had to drop out and everything. Just just putting that out there to put yeah. a little bit of respect on Carmella's name because um, that doesn't happen a lot. We're not dis- disrespecting Carmella. We would never. I think we definitely I've definitely talked about how I, I definitely like Carmella, the character the person, the character is just the person and the wrestler. The character mm. just doesn't make sense. They don't know what yeah. to do with her. <laughs> but um. And then slot in Becky and have Bianca go up against Becky. Like that just means that WWE really, really trusts Bianca. And Bianca throughout all of those has stayed consistently supported by the audience. Like the audience has basically consistently supported her all the way from her rumble win. Like there's a dip there when they, you know, when they were trying to figure out what her and Sasha were going to do before WrestleMania. But She's had the love and the crowd behind her from jump, and that's just so amazing because by the normally by the time somebody actually gets to the top, that's when people start turning on them, you know? But it her storyline just feels so real in a sense like she had to earn this and she's done everything to earn this and she deserve it. And again, I I'm not trying to like put other women's wrestlers down or anything like that, but it is such a stark contrast to her treatment versus Rhea's treatment her treatment versus Lacey Evans treatment. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when we're talking about like the NXT, the NXT girls um, coming in. So, I mean, she's just a star. That's all. That's all I want to just put out there. She's, she's a star. And I am like, I am really gobsmacked that um, 
I, you know, we were very pessimistic after <laughs> Becky took that title, and we were very scared as to how remember, all of this honestly. is going to shake out. I would like I to say, in my head, I'm like, maybe I was optimistic, but no, like, but... we were scared. We didn't because we didn't know where it was going. Yeah, that was very disrespectful. I, I, you know, I remember the one thing I I said was just like she was caught off guard, but like we didn't really know where it was going because it was a little embarrassing. So you know, um, this is good. But thinking about where it goes from here, Mari, are we ready to talk about your predictions? Yeah, let yeah, let's do it. So, do you want me to go first, or do you want? Okay, you can go first if you want to. Okay, so this is a difficult one, but I could, and I really do think it could go either way easily. But I will say that I I'm going to go with the wishful thinking. I would like Bianca to somehow pull out a win here and see Becky go even more heel, like just go off on Bianca because of it, Mm. because a world where Becky Lynch is not only the cocky heel, but just livid that she, the man, Becky Lynch had her championship taken away from her is a beautiful world where Becky could flourish even more as a heel. It's a beautiful world where Bianca could be chased and be this sympathetic baby face. So mm-hmm. I would like to see Bianca take the win and say that was a fluke and prove it. Um, that's what I would like to see. I And I'm going to go with that as my prediction, even if I could see it going the other way. But Mari, what's your, what, what, what's your heart telling you? So... I'm trying to figure it out here, right? Because I would think, I'm kind of hoping, I I want Sasha to come in and interfere here. Yeah, I I want Sasha to interfere um, because I feel like we we still have, I, I want Sasha versus Bianca again. Yeah. So I need I, I want them to kind of pivot back to that. Now, who wins the championship? Like, does does Becky retain because Sasha interferes? No. I think Sasha should interfere, cost Becky the title. What? And yeah, no, listen here. Listen to me. Bianca wins the title. Becky gets drafted back to Raw because if, don't forget, the draft is this, it's the week after Extreme Rules. So the the draft is coming, and and USA USA is not going to let Fox keep yes. the top like three of the top women. So, mm. so my thought process will right. probably yeah, my thought process will probably be that um, uh, give Bianca the belt. Becky gets drafted to Raw. She can still keep this badass character against Charlotte, and we probably get Becky Charlotte again. I don't know that that doesn't appease me, but uh, appeal to me. But Nobody, Charlotte is literally yeah. kind of dancing on her own right now, unfortunately, yeah. because of how that division is set up. So I, she needs one of them, and currently they're all heels. So we'll see. Yeah. I, yeah, I think Becky can go right. to Raw and still be a tweener against Charlotte. Right. I want Becky on SmackDown. The thing is, I see a world where Becky stays on SmackDown because, I mean, I assume well, like Becky stays Becky on SmackDown. Sasha's going to Raw. Well, my th- I think that could happen, but I see a world where Becky and Seth would be together on the same brand. I, oh, you know, right. that's the one. That's the big thing I see. Well, 
But well, Seth could go to Raw too. I mean, he's unless he's he's oh, not the one who's going to take the totally. belt off of Roman. Yeah, totally, totally. And so Biggie is happen. a a face champion. So that could happen as well. I mean, and thinking more about the meta of things, it's like, what do the networks want? Like, how does WWE um, appease both networks and give them something that they would each want in this case? And I I mean, there's so much, so many different combinations they could have. I'm so sorry. My phone is blowing up because something crazy just happened on Big Brother and all my friends are blowing up my phone. Uh, Anyway, uh, sorry. this is what happens on the I, wrestling wrap up I know. once in a while, folks. And you know what? Uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Um, but no, I. That's why I agree. So, but here, listen to me. To this though, Bianca gets about the title back, and then we continue the the Sasha feud because when, before Sasha left, she said, "You would be nothing without me." So if Bianca now has the title because Sasha interfered, then their feud continues. And Sasha's like, I I gave you that title. I can take it right back. And I mean, that is just that is just content to no, up in this home. My girl Sasha Banks could stay on her vacation and enjoy the sun, taking the last of some of of the summer heat that we still have because it's now fall, and she could come back later. I just am enjoying the Becky Bianca stuff too much to let it go. That's my problem, Mari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Fair. It makes sense, right? but I think We're, we need it. Either way. Yeah, yeah. I guess either way, we'll be happy. But yeah. I, I, that's my solution. Just like have maybe. So, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the, what Sasha will do. That's a bigger question. But it does kind of seem like maybe we'll see Sasha come back in the draft, if not in this pay per view. But who even knows at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? So, uh, I have Bianca winning. You have Becky winning. You said. I have Bianca. Bianca winning. Okay, we both you have did. Bianca okay. winning somehow. We both have Bianca winning. Okay, That's cool. So, Look well, at that. Look at that. All right, there we go. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay. Um, I didn't need to do that. It's okay. So <laughs> next up, we have the Universal Championship match: Roman Reigns, the current champion, versus Finn Balor. Um, this one. This one is a head scratcher only because there is so much going on around that Universal Championship. I am like, I feel like there's going to be shenanigans galore, but at the end of the day, Roman's retaining because they're already basically uh, marketing Roman versus Brock uh, at Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel is the next pay-per-view. We got to do another Saudi show. Big eye roll. Um, uh, so Roman versus Brock at, at Crown Jewel. So there, unfortunately, uh, Finn Balor is about to bring back the demon, which that's not the unfortunate part. The unfortunate part is he's probably going to lose <laughs> in that demon persona, but it, it really doesn't matter because he hasn't brought out the demon in like, it's been years. I can't even, it was the last time it was supposed to be against like Bray or whatnot. And I, that was so long ago. So we'll see the demon. That's going to be cute and all, but I think yeah. he's losing here. Yeah, I think that's like a, the open and shut case. Like, especially when yeah, we talk honestly. about how I think WWE does kind of get their hands tied in situations when they announce something and mm-hmm. they announced the Brock and Roman match. And I mean, I don't think, I think it was already an uphill battle to perceive Finn as the. Finn slash the demon as the winner. And I mean, I, to me, it seems like 
pulling out the demon is an attempt to make it seem like there's more of a chance that he could win, even mm. though Finn Balor, the that version of Finn Balor, the Finn Balor version, I don't even know how to yeah. refer to it anymore, but everyone knows what I mean. Like, he lost to Roman Reigns just a few weeks ago, right? right and so, yeah. I mean, like, open and shut case. Um, if this was a true c- crime podcast, it yeah. would be a one because we already know who the murderer is, and it's Brock Lesnar because he's and Saudi Arabia because they're going to be taking on um, each other in Saudi Arabia, and I don't think Finn's going to be in that picture, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe they might do some sort of dusty finish where it looks like Finn wins, but he he doesn't. Um, but not there's dusty. Just- <laughs> there's just so there's were we just, talking about dusty finishes last week yeah because AEW had a true dusty finish uh, we love it yeah so I Brock had like Roman has Brock circling around so Brock could do shenanigans the Usos are always there hovering uh, throughout the last few weeks we've gotten like the New Day and the Usos and Big E maybe I don't think that that might have been settled on Raw this week but there's just so much going on in that title picture and it's it's I'm not complaining it's been it's really good to watch to see so many people just buzzing around Roman's title you know and it's and it's feeling like he's you know swimming in shark infested waters but I I still don't think he's he's losing that title anytime soon Mari, the thing is, like, I'm totally with you. And I think that when it comes to the championship, like, it should be like the champion is swimming in shark infested waters because at the end of the day, it's like, that's the championship. Everyone should want the title. And it is kind of frustrating sometimes when you do only have one contender and it's like, wait, why is, why aren't more people trying to take that championship? That's what I wonder. But if there's one thing that we know about Brock Lesnar, it's that he knows how to wrangle a shark. It's real. Um, we've seen it before. And you know what? He is the shark and he is the king of the sharks. So um, if you're on YouTube, you take it in. This it's what picture. it is. Yeah. You, if you know, you know. That's what yes, it is. There it is. Yeah. So yeah. So Roman retains. Uh, all right, so we, next- we agreed on that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, did we just predict that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we did. We're here. It is. We're predicting. Um, next up, we have the Raw Women's Championship match: Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss. So again, I this feud has been weird from the get go for me, only because again, I think I constantly say it like supernatural characters like Alexa Bliss. I I really don't. I really don't think that they should care about titles but the transition from Alexa being a supernatural character to a not so supernatural character and really just uh, yeah just not uh, I, I hate to say it but it's just it's just weird teen girl cosplay sexy teen cosplay that I just it makes me feel a little icky not gonna lie uh, however I do like Alexa Bliss's like delivery and attitude it during all of this does that make sense like her work with lily has been very funny um the way she um when she does her promos the way she inflects on stuff the her mocking charlotte at 
every chance she got, like giving Charlotte the Charlie doll and telling her to, oh, lighten up, silly. It's it's completely Harley Quinn yeah. down to the mannerisms. And I don't mind. I don't mind it. I think she's very I think she's very funny. She has a very good comedic timing. Um yeah. but the feud's just weird because it's it's Alexa doing that and Charlotte doing Charlotte, the I'm the queen, you know, stuck up her butt type deal. Yeah, and, Ariana Grande high ponytail <laughs> this past week on Raw. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this past week on Raw, they I those were some shots fired in that promo. Like people were really like, yo, is this the some of these lines shoot promo shoot lines because the it did feel off script there for a second. Uh, I think one of the things Alexa had said to Charlotte was Charlotte was doing the woo, you know, she was standing there the best of all time, woo, woo, and you know, feeding off the crowd. And Alexa said something to the effect of like, that's not even yours. And then she said, she said it's unoriginal. She said, Alexa said it's unoriginal and it's not even yours. And Charlotte yeah. shot back at her like, like I know you're not talking about unoriginal, and it was just like, okay, well, oh, 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 wait a minute, if we're gonna go there, I mean, uh, look, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte, like we're really, we're really gonna go off on this. If one talk about what's oh, unoriginal, okay, well. it's the fact that you think that you are original in any sense. You are Charlotte Flair. Mari talks about this all the time. Mari, I'm gonna I'm I'm so upset with this because uh, Mari, I can't I can't handle this. I'm just losing it. I just feel like it was, Alexa yeah. is original just because the gimmick was associated with somebody else who has been future endeavored. Um <laughs> is just like but it, it's original. It was a different gimmick. It's a separate gimmick. It's reminiscent of the other gimmick, but what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm just like, like, yeah. What are you gonna do? Shooting at what each other. Like, I'm, a, I'm okay do? with this. Like, I, you know, I hate to say it, but somebody on Twitter was like, "Oh, th- this is white on white crime," and I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, like double homicide. Like, it was just, yeah. well, it was just very funny, and uh, the only. Rude. It was very yeah. The only thing that I just I'm not looking forward to it. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> not you know mostly just because I did not like their match at Survivor Series like four years ago. Alexa versus Charlotte. Their match I just I personally don't think they have much in ring chemistry. Um, that's why they I think only faced off then really. They've, that they've, match was a weird circumstance. That was, was that a cr- champion versus champion or cross? Yeah, what was that? It was yeah. the, it was the Survivor Series champion versus champion match. It was it was Charlotte was the um I want to say at the time Charlotte was the Raw Women's Champion and Alexa was the SmackDown Women's Champion at the time, and um it was weird because I want to say one of them had just taken the belt off of. The somebody else. I think. I. I think. Oh, oh was this? Wait. Was yeah, this Alexa? Yeah. yeah. Was you're this the like Alexa very, Sasha one? Mm, I don't. I. I don't. I don't remember. But you're on to something. That's. Re- that sounds about right. Yeah. It was so weird because it was like they. they some one of them had just taken the belt off of somebody like two weeks before the event. So it was just like, oh, okay. Um. 
But that and was also four weeks ago, or four weeks. <laughs> that was just four years ago. Four so years ago. A lot mm-hmm. changed because even thinking about like how um how long each of them has been wrestling, like that's a long time. And they've both it's evolved. True. And let's hope that they're able to kind of figure out something. I mean, knowing how as individuals, how capable the how capable they are as performers mm-hmm. i am i am excited now that you mentioned it to see how they've grown from that match at survivor series but i mean i'm with you that i didn't i i wouldn't look at these two as having any sort of chemistry mm-hmm. yeah and i just i i don't know so you're right they they both perf- uh grown as performers since then but um i don't know we'll see i'm Sorry, it just that. Got a prediction? Charlotte retains. You know, I think so, but let me. I that was my prediction actually going into this, just because there wasn't a build, but. Just to be contradictory and just to spice things up, like I'm going to say Alexa wins because I feel like what you're saying about the heels is really interesting and i just feel like i mean with all of the top women who are heels it would not hurt to have a baby face champion it would be very weird if that was alexa because Ale- you know what, uh, who am what I'm kidding? why alexa am i trying to kid myself into why am i trying to clown myself into this lie charlotte <laughs> flair is going to win this match especially since <laughs> it doesn't uh, make sense especially since alexa pointed out that charlotte was nothing without the title like that was a- <laughs> That was like the Details. first thing she said. Yeah, she, she legit was like, what are you without the title? You don't even know. And I was like, ah. I, was like I, was just I mean, she's she's a flair. Like, very uh, original. Alexa has been, been listening before. to the podcast. Alexa, what's friend of the pod? She, yeah, tweet us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was, I mean, yeah, I think, I just think it's going to be Charlotte. I think they're, they're gonna wait till Charlotte literally basically only sells to uh, Money in the Bank winners and Becky Lynch so I I I can definitely see her beating beating Alexa here and um, maybe moving on to to a a feud with uh, Becky we'll see step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match 
we have the Usos versus the Street Profits, which I cannot wait to see this match again. Like, I, I hope they get a lot of time um, because those are two very capable teams that can do wonders in the ring. And they, they already did like, a, you know, they've been doing matches against each other. Yeah, look at that. Um, so I think this will be really good uh, to see, of course. Um, uh, uh, who wins here? I I'm struggling I'm because nice. I'm trying to figure out: Do the Usos lose the match to be berated by Roman? But with Roman having so many people to deal with, the last thing he needs to do is alienate the Usos. So I just don't see. I mean, I would go with the Usos winning here. Yeah. Just because, like, I don't think there's really a reason to take it off them truly. But then again, WWE also doesn't, like, care about the tag teams and the scene that much to really have, like, a reason necessarily. Mm -hmm. So I would just say that they retain. They only won the championships two months ago. But, I mean, we've seen... It feels like it's things. been shorter than two months, to be quite honest. Yeah, it does. And it, mm-hmm. it felt it it I don't know if it felt like it came out of nowhere. But it kind of felt like it came out of nowhere when they lost the when the when the Mysterios lost the championship to the Usos. Yes, it did feel like that. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so I mean this like there's not much edgic to look into this, you know, except for like, um, I think the Usos win. I think it's going to be a great match. Maybe it might be no, might not be the opener, but I just hope they get time because I just want to see them like fly around. This is going to be like a lot of flying flying around here. Um, But also, can we just point out, I I, I realize we we are more more than halfway through the card. I think we only have like a like a hand, two hand, two matches left. This pay per view is called Extreme Rules, and there is no Extreme Rules match on the whole entire card. Details, Mari. Don't like you can't take things literally. There's no Extreme Rules match. There's not even like a Kendo stick match. Like no, there's nothing extreme have, about this. Where's, where's the show taking place? That's a great question. I don't know. But either way, if it's sure. taking place in like the New York or the Philly area, you know, they could have some like ECW originals there. They could have the Queen of Extreme, uh, Francine. Shout out to Francine back from the ECW days there in the crowd there. doing a wave. Mm-hmm. Um, they called Lita the Queen of Extreme at one point. Have her do a little bit of a wave. Maybe have Jeff Hardy do one of those like arm things that's really extreme like I just think that there's I think that that, that's how they extreme it up they don't need tables, ladders, chairs thumbtacks fireballs staplers, pizza cutters they've got it under under control but yeah no it is kind of it does bother me that's pretty extreme (laughs) it's going to be in Columbus Ohio they might have some pizza cutters. I think Nick Gage, who was um, cutting Chris Jericho a few weeks ago, um, is from there. No, I thought he was from like Staten Island or something. He might be from Philly. Hmm. So we don't well, know. Columbus, Ohio. I was wondering. I'm, a, I'm. I kept thinking to myself, like, why haven't they really poured into where it's at? So. <laughs> 
Lincoln, Ohio. Um, but no, no well, extreme yeah. rules at all. So yeah, that is this matches up. Well, no, well, okay. This is how about we just with this? I just want to wait and see because to me, you know what? I know that that I just know that we're not going to get extreme rules matches for a lot of things. Like in our heads, what would logically make sense is that the pay-per-view has a certain name. You'd have matches up and down the card with the name. And it's funny because that's how it used to be. Like we'd get a table match. We get a chain match. We get a whatever match. Like we'd get Mm -hmm. that up and down the card. And I think the thing that was so fun was the variety of stipulations. Mm -hmm. Um, But now, I mean, I guess we just don't get a lot, you know, we're, I guess it's kind of like the Hell in a Cell thing where it's like, okay, well, you get two Hell in a Cell matches on the card and then a bunch of normal singles matches, which it's a choice. But that's the thing. We used to not like the whole name the pay-per-view after what's on it. And I I, I don't necessarily like that, but we've gotten used to it. So why name it Extreme Rules and there's no Extreme Rules matches? And then actually I just looked at the card again and I'm like, there's not really many feuds that warrant it because like, the Becky Bianca uh, uh, match is technically their first match. You know what I'm saying? Like because they didn't have a, a, a match when when they lost the belt. Um, Roman and Phil, Finn Balor doesn't feel like it needs to be Extreme Rules uh, because you know Extreme Rules should lead more towards the contender, and Finn's not going to win. They Charlotte, those extreme. No, they could all be extreme rules because. But it was my it, thing. The Demon Balor, Demon Balor, the intensity. What? What's a good match? Could it be an Inferno match? Or I'm going wild here, right? But like, give us something that like adds to the theme of this character. The same for Alexa. Give something that lends to like even a play ooze match. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to think of like the clip. I was like not a fire high fire high fun firefly funhouse firefly funhouse match, but like a playhouse match, you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Playground. Give us that, like, give us the be- and then Becky Bianca, give us a tables match. Give us no, a, not tables. Give us, match. A, give us a um matches. uh um. Mm, yeah, I don't really have anything for them. It's stupid. It, it really is. It is Maybe. stupid, but there's more they could try to do. Like, I would rather them forcing the issue and being like, well, you have to be like Sonia Deville in kayfabe or um, Adam Pierce in kayfabe just being like, well, this is Extreme Rules, so we have to put you in an Extreme Rules match. Like, I would love if they even had, like, a wheel like they used to have for... Oh, that like, would be They cool. used to do it for, like, Taboo Tuesday. Yeah. And, like, Taboo Tuesday, whatever, yeah, the yeah. Cyber, Cyber uh, Sunday, I think, was the other yeah. version of it, maybe. They had... Yeah, they did all sorts of stuff. Now, but, like, that would be cool. Like, just yeah, say, like, like, okay, there are matches on the card. Cool. Now there's a wheel. Spin it. and that's Exactly. Just, That'd like, force cool. the issue just because then it's, like, the sadistic thing, but whatever, it's cool. We can fantasy book all we want. I know. Oh, um, so next is times. the United States, <laughs> the United States Championship match. This is Damian Priest, who is the current champion, versus Sheamus, and now versus Jeff Hardy. It was supposed to just be Damian Priest versus Sheamus in a rematch, um, but then Jeff Hardy 
uh, beat Sheamus on Raw this week to earn his way into a match. So this is going to be a triple threat match. Um, and this is going to be fun, you know. It's just, it's going to be a great match, but I think Damian yeah. Priest wins here because they've been pushing him really well. He just got the belt. Um, I don't know. Does, does he pin Jeff Hardy here to protect mm, Jeff Hardy oh, or no. does Sheamus get no. the pin? Yeah. Okay. I mean, does Jeff Hardy, is there a world where uh-oh. Jeff Hardy wins here? Wins? There's a world. He's extreme. <laughs> oh. They're like it's extreme rules. Force Jeff Hardy on the, on the card there. That would be like maybe how we would justify booking it, but I don't yeah. see that happening. Um yeah. but there's you know, a boy can dream. I I think they'd be really foolish to take Damien take the belt off Damien right now because totally. the whole because he's been doing like the open challenges. This is how we got into this whole situation because he did an open challenge versus Jeff a few weeks ago, beat Jeff. Then uh he had the match against Sheamus, I think. Whatever. Sheamus cheated. I don't know. I can't remember. But he ended up doing going up against Sheamus. Um Sure, Seamus won the right to face him again. And then um Jeff Hardy asked, you know, won the right to be added to the mix. So this is the all these three people have been working really well together. So it's gonna be a, a good match. Will it be the show still later the night? I don't think so. But um I think it's gonna do wonders for Damian Priest because they're I think they're doing yeah. a really good job of pushing him right now. Yeah, I agree. He literally just won the championship. Yeah. So feels like I mean three weeks ago, yeah. Literally. Or yeah. maybe even four. Maybe yeah, four. Or maybe four and a half. Who knows? But um yeah, it was it just happened, so it would make sense to keep it on him. And I think that's we're we're agreeing on that prediction. Mm-hmm. So uh finally the last match that was added to the card. Yeah. Liv mm-hmm. Morgan versus Carmella. Like so Liv Morgan and Tony Storm uh were going up against Carmella and Zelina last week. Um Carmella made up a bull excuse yeah. saying that she thought her nose was broken so they got count- so Carmella and Zelina got counted out. Liv Morgan grabs the mic and challenges Carmella to a match at Extreme Rules. Now, they've been um, feuding for a while. Wait, no, 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 no. They were feuding before Money in the Bank and then um, then Liv was taken off TV for a while. So maybe an Extreme Rules for them would be kind of cool. When was the last time we had a women's Extreme Rules match? That's I mean, kind of cool. It's so weird to think of. I mean, back to just the conversation we were having around the way the cards booked. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I have no clue. And I, yeah. you know, it's like why I, it would suck if it's been like some inordinate amount of time since the last time we had a women's extreme rules match. But I, yeah. to your point, it's probably been a while. Yeah, I mean, I, I I at least like that they're they're trying to make sure that there's another women's match on the card. Um, yeah, yeah, and also uh, a match yeah. where like Liv Morgan, especially, I think, has been in this interesting spot where clearly they've been not only building her but also really protecting her and keeping her strong and giving yes. her mic time and. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see her climb up. And I think the thing that's beautiful about this is just like Carmella being able to be this foil who 
Yes, Carmella is not like winning matches and getting over, but is still able to build stars, which or help build stars, like be a stop on the road to being more of a star. And I, I like this spot for Liv. I, I don't see a world where she loses here. That would be really strange to me. And her and Carmella have really good in ring chemistry. Like Carmella, like you were saying earlier, she has. Carmella's so good in ring. They just mm-hmm. need to give her a character that's that has some substance to it as as opposed to just the most beautiful woman. And like, yeah. She, yeah, because like when she was Miss Money in the Bank, that was amazing. A whole year of Carmella being obnoxious with James Ellsworth. I really like that was to me probably her best run. Um well then the R Truth stuff. So like Carmella is well, always there was the even the Reggie moment earlier this year was like kind yeah. of cool. But but I just I I guess I want to bring this up because every time that not only every time people talk about Carmella, I think people reference all of these runs with different guys that she's been with. And obviously, like they're not. um, I think she does a lot to like get them over or works well with that dynamic. But yeah, like I, I just think it's it's notable to point out that a lot of those runs that we look to where we're like, that was really good. They're just happy. There's like a, a sidekick guy almost even like yeah. kind of like her. Yeah. Arguably her sidekick or like her buddy at most. But like, yeah. you know, there I was mean, Enzo and Cass and others. But I pointed it out because I'm just like that. Uh, that just yeah. occurred to me. It's not. It's not disparaging to say that she works better with somebody else, like with mm-hmm. a partner. With Mostly because yeah. just like just here with her and Zelina, it was amazing. Zelina's like, Oh my god, are you okay? Your nose. You know what I'm saying? Like like Carmela's just really good at, at playing off of people. She might she might be better playing off of people than playing to the crowd. And that's not you know, a lot of wrestlers, yeah. that, that is the case. That's why a lot of people are like, stick that person with the manager so that they can, they can get, get it over. Like we, we talked about Karrion Cross needing Scarlet. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not disparaging. And it, and it, and it, it's mm-hmm. true for both male wrestler, wrestlers and female wrestlers. The Thank difference you. is well, people assume that if you need somebody to get you over, then that means that you're not good at what you do. You can be good yeah. at your, what you're doing, doing and then have that, that piece. So, you know, you know, I, I say this because, you know, I love managers. I think there should be way yeah. more managers in WWE. I say it every time we, we get on this podcast. So Carmella needing a sidekick or needing somebody to team with or like they really should find an actual like tag team for her um her and Zelina don't they just feel too much like two single stars just chilling and that's fine I'm also I also like them just kind of being friends and Zelina being so extra and over the top like oh my god no you're still beautiful (laughs) it's okay like it's very funny um but good on both of them yeah, and I think I I love that um I love that you even said that too because that's a great point. A lot of people just play better off of other people. Um, it should be interesting to see how the Carmela Zelina dynamic evolves if it does if it has room to breathe and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, it it I totally would agree with that that um Carmela just bounces really well off of other people. So mm-hmm. look at that. Look at Mari being look at. Five stars. I have never not liked Carmella. 
Yeah, I'll just say that I've I've not liked some of the storylines with her, but I I definitely really like her. That um, was a great read though, too, even on Carmela. And I think if people don't appreciate her, like just keep that in mind, even with all sorts of stars, like just mm-hmm. put them in a different dynamic, and it could be completely different for them. You know? Yep, exactly. So yeah, so Liv gets the win here. We just got a glimpse of Tony Storm there. I would I would love if they if Tony Storm and Zelina get a match on SmackDown. That'd be great. I would like more Tony Storm wrestling. That'd be nice, please and thank you. Um but I, uh, other than that, I love that they're spotlight spotlighting the women's um SmackDown women's division. Look at them. I love it. Um what if you're team. looking at Again, if you're looking at our YouTube, we have Liv Morgan, a picture of Liv Morgan and Tony Storm up. They look like true badasses. They really do. Maybe they could be a team. Anyways, uh, I mean, the women's the women's tag team division is starving. So yeah. since we both have already um, put in our our predictions for uh, this match, we both think it's Liv Morgan. Um, we let's go to just uh, um, talk about general chit chat about stuff that's happening away from the card. Let's do it. What's so let's stay. Let's stay with the women. Um, let's stay with the women. Naomi. Oh, let's stay with the SmackDown oh. women. Should I say Naomi? Let's stay with the, yeah, let's stay with the, the oh, SmackDown Naomi. women. Sorry, I yeah. I this is kind of off the cuff, but them. no, oh, no. This mostly is because, because she. Because I feel the glow right now, Mari. I, I, yes. I really feel it. Always shine. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Um, But so Naomi has been for the past two weeks, Naomi has been uh, telling Sonya Deville, is it? Well, actually, it's been like three weeks or so. She's like, I want a match, you know? And Sonya Deville keeps blowing her off. And this past week, Naomi went up to Sonya and said, I want a match. Sonya's like, we don't have time. You'll get a match eventually. (laughs) Yes, Naomi told Sonya to get off the phone. She basically kind of like devoted her her a little bit, got very intimidating, say, I'm a two-time SmackDown Women's Champion. She backed her up against like a, a corner and she got in her face and like you will give me a match and then so and then we found out during one of the matches on Smackdown that Naomi was fined um, some money yeah she was fined uh, for accosting <laughs> Smackdown general manager uh, Smackdown <laughs> official so rude uh, uh, Sonya Deville so this is this is great they're playing into what all of us Naomi fans have been talking about what Matt dreads and what you know what I talk about yeah I do dread it the fans want more Naomi and Naomi wants to give us more and it's Sonya Deville that's keeping her away from us it is Sonya that's right it's not anyone else it's been Sonya this whole entire time blame her for all of our problems so yeah so so this is also furthering this this storyline again, I would love to see a Sonya versus Naomi match um, or something like that. But it's great work; it really is. It's, it's great work between the both of them. Sonya is so hilarious, blowing her off. Yeah, um, and there's so. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's so much more broadly with the women that's kind of been notable recently. Yeah, especially yeah. especially with SmackDown SmackDown women. Uh, yeah, I, I just really, I'm really feeling that division, and I really just want to see more of them. You know, um, I will say, like one thing that stood out to me, um, just looking over at Raw and the women, this whole thing. Well, actually, it's been so bizarre to watch 
the Naya Shana thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go to that. Yeah, that, go to like, that. Ongoing issue between them, and they finally had like a match between them to settle mm-hmm. the score. I don't know why they were still like together until this point or like friends or buddies ish or like well, I don't so, know why they didn't just beat each other up whenever they saw the so other. the last thing they had did they had lost to Nikki A.S.H. and Ray Ripley together and it was of mm-hmm. course like a miscommunication thing if I remember correctly it was a few weeks ago then each one of them had a match against Charlotte I think Nia Jax went first had a match against Charlotte Shayna cost um Naya the the match, then Shayna had a match against Charlotte, and Naya cost Shayna the match. Yep. So, um, I really liked how their storyline was 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 fueled. Charlotte being a side character while also trying to deal with Alexa. Still, Charlotte's getting these wins, but the wins are the the losses by Shayna and Naya are are purposeful. So once they each cost each other their their match against the champion, they then decided to have a match against each other to end the feud. But it ended in like really dramatic fashion because um, Naya, uh, Shayna, yeah, Shayna chokes Naya out, puts her out. Amazing. That Naya's weakness. I love that that's Naya's weakness. That's been her weakness since she debuted. It's like throw Naya in the guillotine. Huh? Getting, getting choked. choked. Yeah. 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 It, think mm. of, if you go back to a lot of her matches that she loses, yeah. she mostly loses like in submission holds. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just, yeah. I don't choked. know why in my head I just went to like Bailey, maybe. Bailey. Yep. Yeah. Bailey was yep. the first in one. The Bailey, was, Bailey was the wow. first one in NXT to, um, to end her. She was like on an undefeated streak and Bailey, not a big one or anything like that, but Bailey was the one who cracked the code and, and did the guillotine choke to beat her. Um, and so uh, Shayna Baszler has Naya in that uh, uh, food of clutch, puts her out, but then afterwards continues to beat on her until she actually puts Naya into the thing where she like, she she put her on a st- still step and then she put her put her elbow up and then hit her elbow on the still step you know how shanna does her like joint torture and all that the arm stomp thingy yeah what happened yeah but the thing here was shanna actually was showing a lot of remorse while doing it she like really did it very trepidatiously and like she she after she did she said i'm i had to i'm sorry i had to do it and it seems like she's putting naya on the shelf so that she can be the one to come after Charlotte. And it was so good because if you really think about it again, they've been feuding for a year and a half y'all. They've been, they've been definitely, they've been feuding for a year and a half. They, before they were that tag team, they were feuding. And their teaming together was kind of like a feud, like the whole time they were kind of, feuding that's really exactly it's like i hadn't really yeah. thought about it like that but mm-hmm. they started feuding and they kind of have been like they were kind of forced together together mm-hmm. and now it's just kind of breaking at the seams but, but it's been ripping like from the very exactly beginning. they were like they were odd couple and then they were like lockstep they were like the, the they took the the championships away from um the golden role models and they were lockstep they were like friends then they were good everything was golden 
Wow. Pun intended. This is better um, than Thelma and Louise. Yeah. They lost their, their titles for uh, two weeks against Charlotte and Asuka at that one point. But they yeah. got them back and they were better than ever. And then Reggie happened. And that's yeah. when the theme started to open. But they it's, didn't let the man so they good. didn't let a man te- tear them apart. They but didn't? What ultimately yep. tear them what ultimately tear them apart was ego and each other. And we love that. And you know what? Maybe they'll and come the back champion. together. Oh yeah, that, that, that too. Goal. But like honestly, let's be real. <laughs> but yes, I, you're right. Uh, the man didn't come between them, which is amazing. So this is when you really think about it like that. <laughs> it, when. <laughs> when you really think about it like that, this has been like one of the really good long-term storytelling yeah. moments. And it even and again, it shows its head here because Shayna really wanted to win. She won, but then after that, she had to put Nia away. And she knew, like, if I want a shot at that title, I need to get Naya out of the picture. But she still remembered the fun times that they had. So it was really hard for her to do that. And I love this. Again, I I will say I love main roster Shayna Baszler. I used to not like her on NXT because she was a charisma vacuum. And now she is on the main roster. They are letting her act. She is an actor. House down just boots. the theater. Just yes. And and you know, people didn't like when you know Shayna was chasing Alexa Bliss's doll around and all that, but I love that Shayna is giving me emotions and range and just charisma. And I love that. And I'm so happy for her because I I can't believe I don't I didn't like anything she did in NXT without long reign and being boring. So um But you know the beautiful thing, the thing I really like about this is I feel like it like it comes full circle because yeah. now we know what she brings, we know she has the charisma, we know that she's able to bring the humor, um, all of the things. And now we're getting vicious Shayna, like vicious Shayna yep. who has shades of NXT Shayna, who I liked, but also was terrified by and also yeah. wasn't like excited by in any way. I think beyond yeah. the charisma vacuum thing, I, I think that like the thing that was unfortunate about Shayna then was that Shayna was indomitable and you could not beat yeah. Shayna in NXT mm-hmm. in any way. And it was that MMA style, which also isn't even meant to be the most exciting on top of her being right. in the MMA style. So, or sorry, in t- on top for being a heel and working a more like a less flashy style. So yep. this is cool. And I wonder where it'll go. I do feel like we've been getting a lot of really gr- good good interesting stuff from both of them actually mm-hmm. in, not only in the dynamic that they've had together but even just recently like I've been really interested in what's Naya doing and mm-hmm. part of that was um, her I, I was going to say somebody in the face, but like it was, you know, it was just, uh, we don't have to talk about Charlie getting punched in the face and shoot work, whatever part, but like Naya just looks so vicious and real in there. And I also just like that we're getting that viciousness back from Shayna rather than like the goober thing that we got, which was nice while it lasted, but it's nice to see kind of them. Let's How dare you call Shayna Goober? I know that was me quoting myself from earlier this year. I was not, okay. you know, right. I no, quote okay. myself. That but, was old me. I've grown. I probably would put up a notes app apology, but it's been too long for me to remember when I said it. 
So come to find out, uh, Naya, I think, got surgery on her shoulder or something. So Man. or something to that effect. So I think Naya was injured. So this he said, what? When did that happen? I think it was just announced this week, like maybe a few days ago. Yeah. After this happened. So I don't. It, but it did say she's out Dude. indefinitely. It did say she's out indefinitely. So wow. this could be a kayfabe work. I don't know. Remember um, that time that Naya took off to have surgery on both of her ACLs? Oh yeah, and we. Did, I wonder if like, this could be a situation like that. That was mm-hmm. that was actually wild, um, and I mm-hmm. think also very well. Probably, I think probably documented on Total Divas. Um, I think even so. though I don't remember, um, but yeah, I, like maybe it's a situation. Hopefully, it's a situation like that. Like take time away to recover, to get healed up, to get your body fixed, whatever that is. Um, if it's a shoulder, you know, get that fixed. Hopefully, it's not anything that was injured out of nowhere. It did seem like it was something that was like a, an injury that just occurred. I'm assuming it, it was. Um, no, uh, from what, if I'm a guess, if I'm going to be fully honest, I think they, they went this route to get her the time off. I think she probably had a lingering in, injury. Right, and right, 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 right. They use this storyline to write help write her off TV. If I, yeah. that's what I would guess. I don't think I don't think yeah. it was an in ring injury no, or anything. I like agree. That. I agree. That's why I thought of the ACLs too, because that wasn't like that was a lingering injury, which is insane. Exactly. And I don't, I don't. I mean, I, like I don't even remember the extent to the ACL injury, but it was bad enough where she had to have both of them operated them, on yeah. and yet not bad enough where she was still able to like work and do things. But right. I mean, hopefully she is able to rest up and kind of get to 100% or as close to 100% as possible. Right. So, yeah, so good goings on there. And then just to keep with our trend of the women, <laughs> Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H., Won the women's tag team. Best tag team ever. (sighs) I, this has to be. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wrestling Rehap Up. My name is Matt (laughs) Scott, and my co host, my tag team partner, the Nikki ASH, aka Nikki Cross, to my Rhea Ripley, Ms. Mari Vorth. Ms. Mari Vorth, Mari, how are you doing today? I am, I am. Not good because I did not. Want, <laughs> I did not want the tag titles to be on them. Like it's. I just, don't think anyone did. It's so annoying. It's just like even fans of them didn't probably want. You know what? Actually, here's the annoying thing about that situation for me. It's just that they could have done this in a way. Even the feud with the Charlotte and the Charlotte. Um, with the Charlotte and the Rhea and the Nikki, they could have done it in a way where it kind of built to a natural tag team yeah. between Rhea and Nikki, which like it, it, it didn't seem like they were intentionally building that nope. in any way. Mm-hmm. So a little sloppy, but hey. And then, they, well, well oh, I'm getting upset now that I think about yeah. who they beat because they beat uh, none other than. Uh, Tamina and Natalia, who were phenomenal and are phenomenal, and um, that's the sad part about all this. 
that's the sad part. I don't know. I Nina. love me some Tamina. I love me, me some Natalia. But I, th- I've been thought their reign should have came to an end. I'm surprised they were able to hold those belts through Natty's injury. Like I was, I've been waiting for that to. Her end. injury was like, I, yeah. You were like, you were like, oh well, sorry. Uh, I was like, like, take that like, belt. I was like, Mari, we don't know how long she's gonna nope, be gone. I was and, like, take it. <laughs> it was like three weeks. I was like, yeah, it was three weeks, which I'm just everything's like, three weeks in in our heads. So yeah. let's. Go. <laughs> I was like, give the other belt to Naomi at the very least, Tamina. Just yeah, bring Naomi I know. Out. We talked a lot about that too when yeah. when it came up, and um. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they weren't really doing anything with them, which is, I think, right. more of a problem with the tag teams than with Tamina and Natalia. But I'm glad that they exactly. had that moment this year, and I'm glad that they're a bona fide tag team, and I hope that that continues. Yeah, so they took the belt off of them. I, I don't know. It just, I just hate that all of the women's division, the women's yeah. tag team division just feels like thrown together teams. Like, and like you said, they didn't even hint at it with Rhea and Nikki, like in a triple threat, maybe they could have worked together a little bit. No, they just threw them together. Um, they had them before, before they had the match, they had them read like the Connor's cure stuff or something like that. They had them do this charity thing in front of the crowd. I was just like, we know they're the baby faces, y'all. Like, we know it. You don't have to do all of this. I just, how, how is yeah, Rhea Ripley? You know what? I didn't even think about that. That was mm-hmm. actually kind of bizarre because Very exploitive. they don't normally do that on camera on the show, which I mean, what, right. don't get me wrong. I don't think, I think it's great whenever they plug Connor's court. Connor's cure and have mm-hmm. those promos and all of that and I think they're probably still showing the um, video the the really heartwarming video of I remember Stephanie Mc- well maybe they aren't showing that video anymore of um, Stephanie McMahon Daniel Bryan um, mm-hmm. Connor um, really touching stuff and interesting though yeah it is interesting that they I'll have to think about this later yeah, why they did I hope it that. wasn't meant to be like a th- I I don't think I would imagine that it was all like really good intentions, mm-hmm. but it interesting. Yeah. So uh, did they drop did they drop the ball on Rhea Ripley here? Like but then again, I, oh, I don't know, Matt, because half of me wants to say they never threw everything behind her. You know what I'm they saying? Even did. though, right. Did. And them winning the titles, this feels like, thank you for laying down for Charlotte. Here is your consolation prizes. Yeah, but at the same time, the other thing that comes to mind for me is just that Rhea was sort of doomed from the start of her reign not inherently but just like beating Asuka where's Mm -hmm. Asuka recovering from an injury Oh yeah, was it the the mouth injury or a different injury? No, oh, the yeah, arm. Wait, no. Remember arm, we were talking? Yeah, yeah the arm injury. I remember. I don't remember if we talked about that. We didn't talk about remember, it. I do remember yeah. seeing a picture on Asuka's Twitter. Yeah, of, like the arm recovering, and then I also know that she had like her tooth replaced too. So it seemed like a lot of things were being fixed up with Asuka, and she's still putting herself in different memes. It's hilarious. Wait, I'm hold on. 
But I'm just like just saying yeah, if, you're on you, if you're not on YouTube, you're only getting half the story. And yeah. I'm, I'm gonna click on this. Okay. <laughs> oh, her in Dragon Ball, yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Is Dragon this Dragon Ball, Ball Z? Z? Okay, okay. okay. Dragon Ball Z Asuka. Let's keep I do what? think what are your settings here? <laughs> They're all flagged as like sense this. I'm literally not logged Asuka in. Asuka so. as um uh uh, what's face? I don't know why I'm Thanos. Okay, we're gonna good, go for yeah. it. Yeah, but let's keep going. For those of you um, who are listening, more Dragon Ball Z, Asuka, check us go out to on Asuka's YouTube. Twitter um, at, at WWE Asuka. Yeah, because she has literally just been photoshopping herself into like random like anime, random like uh movies or yeah she yeah yeah she learned how to do like the face morph i love herself into videos it is so funny yeah develop a new skill she's putting herself in soccer games i can't handle this i can't i can't do this yeah so yeah exit out before you overload your (laughs) yourself (laughs) my internet cannot handle this So yeah, so Oscar. Hopefully, Oscar comes back at some point and does something. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I think she'll come back at some point. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but any any last or final thoughts on the new women's tag team champions? Mm. Well, yeah. Actually, there's one. There's one. So, who do you? More of a question. Who do you who would you have wished would have taken these championships off of Tamina and, and Natalia? I feel good like question. I had ha- I feel, yeah, oh, sorry, good I question. asked your question and said yeah. it was a good question. Yeah, it Those is a great question. Because I feel like when they first when they first took the titles, there was somebody I wanted wanted them to take the title. Not Tegan and um Yes, Tegan and Shotzi. Tegan and Shotzi. They they yeah. were actually kind of like close. It was a it was a yeah they could have happened. And they haven't done they haven't done anything since. They've just been working on a tank for like <laughs> three months in the back. I every guess like every the, shot we've seen of Tegan and Shotzi is just them in the back. They I wonder if they're waiting to get get drafted somewhere. The more you, I don't know. The more you don't know. Yeah, yeah. the more you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Tegan and Shakti. Or I was hoping Naomi or something. Yeah, but like, Maybe. I guess the reality is like the team. I mean, there unless are, it was Tegan and Shakti, like the team that we would have wanted to beat them was not together because yeah, I mean we even exactly. had like Mandy Rose and Dana who were oh, right. and that separated mm-hmm. off. Which was weird because like that was picking up some steam. Yeah, and then Mandy's Mandy doing a thing. You know, I, I like what I I personally like what Mandy's doing. I do think it's sorry. This is like total aside, um, and we'll t- I'm sure talk about this more. But like, man, people are wild when they're on on Instagram. I see some. I saw someone the other day who was upset that she dyed her hair and is no longer supporting her. And a Mandy Rose Stan account, by the way. So things that we put up with, but I wouldn't have met. I would actually, I think it could have been nice to see Dana and Mandy with some championships. That would have been nice, but you know, uh, they just need to get a better, I mean, they need to get a better women's tag team division, but what do we expect when they, their men's tag team division is also non, um, a non-factor, but, um, yeah. 
So uh, that wraps up for that. We can quickly, just yeah. really briefly, just kind of yeah. talk about NXT 2.0. Like NXT 2.0 has been it has actually really been hitting the spot for me um i you know some of the die hard wrestling fans may come for me for this but i actually like the new direction that NXT 2.0 is taking like i like seeing kind of i like kind of seeing new people on my tv that i don't know i like that they're doing so many like vignettes Oh my god, I love that. Um they're having so many backstage interviews, vignettes mm. like yeah. New people in the ring. I love it. I'm I surprised how much it I like feels it. Fresh. No, me too. It does. Actually. It feels very fresh. I mean, it is very fresh. Like it's it not just is, like yeah. a slight yeah. shift. It's a total shift and total shift. You know, but I, I, you know, like it's it's interesting to see the choices that they make. Like um, Braun Breaker overall is really interesting oh, to man. me. Like there's some stuff happening. He's so I, good. When he yeah. talked, when he grabbed the mic, when Braun Breaker yeah. grabbed the mic this week on NXT 2.0, I literally got chills because that man is a Steiner through and through. If you don't know, Braun Breaker oh, no. is uh, Rick Steiner's son. And I just I was like, oh my God, I yeah. love his voice. And then he can go in the ring. Matt, they're saying he's only been a pro wrestler since February. Ah. <sighs> yes. Oh, no. <laughs> this February. Wow. Wow. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I am kind of surprised. And I'm not even upset about it or anything like that. I think the thing that's cool about he just has that energy. Like, it's he funny. Does. I was looking at him um, from NXT from just like th- just his performance this past, past week. And I looked at him, I was like getting some Mojo Raleigh vibes, but then I was also oh. getting like Matt Morgan vibes, but like Matt Morgan, like squished down, like not as oh, tall, <laughs> but like more care, a lot more charismatic and capable. And I do think it's such an interesting choice that they're putting him really like right next to right Tampa next. and mm-hmm. teasing teasing things there like that's bold that's really that's, a bold they, choice they have a lot I of confidence in them yeah but WWE like in what world would they do that like you know think back 20 years ago in what world would they put like Spike Dudley next hmm. to their Stone Cold Steve Austin or whatever, right. you know? I just feel like that's something that they do, and I like that we're getting that with NXT the, the last two weeks of 2.0. Yeah, so we have a picture of Braun Breaker right next to Tommaso Ciampa, because they had a match versus Pete Dunne and Rich Holland this week, yes. and this is and this is what I like, because Rich Holland is also, like, from what I understand, like, he, he's new to WWE. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. an indie wrestler, but they're, like, the veterans are literally helping the rookies here. And this is, I, I like it. I really do. I think that WWE did a very good job of saying like, they realize they cannot compete with AEW when it comes to the just pure wrestling product and trying to get indie people to come to NXT as opposed to AEW. So I think they were like, you don't, you know, they didn't, they're, they're like, well, let's just not try it. Let's go back to old school NXT where it's developmental. Let's push these kids out there, see what they make and build them up. And 
I think it's very smart business wise and exactly. just from it feels like you said it feels so fresh and as yeah. people as us people who consume so much wrestling it's just so much I feel better about watching it and now I, I definitely feel better watching NXT 2.0 and AEW because it doesn't feel like they're trying to do the exact same thing you know what I'm saying yeah. like it feels like uh, you know because yeah, because I just, I just, I love it. I really, I really do. And I'm, and I, I've said it, I'm more of a storyline person, anyways. Yeah. I love good wrestling, wrestling. Um, but I do love storyline build and them wow. giving all of these youngsters, Vigenette, like giving um, them a little backstory. I like it. I really do. So could we just talk about the women, of course? Talk about yeah. the women. So, which where do we even start with NXT? I mean, Electra um, Lopez and B Fab yes. is interesting to me because to me when I watch them, I'm like, this is definitely developmental. But yes, they need is. to have that opportunity, those reps, that opportunity to grow in exactly. the ring with each of them. Um, but again, I mean, looking at it from a positive standpoint, it's a bold choice to put two of the women who are still clearly growing or two of the people performers not even women but like Mm -hmm. two of the performers overall who are clearly developing like in there across from each other but I love it because we've kind of just seen B-Fab stand there and not getting messy and you know sometimes it's a little bit awkward Um, but look we've got Electra. I mean I'm I'm here to see how it goes from here on, but just the intensity between them is is cool to see. It felt like it came out of nowhere the last couple of weeks, but I mean that's I guess a lot of what NXT 2.0 is, and I don't mind it. Let them develop. I agree. I definitely agree. I think first off, Electra Lopez did really good in her squash match. Totally. Um, I was like, wow. Like, I don't I don't know if she's if she was a former indie wrestler or anything like that, but she looked good. She looked mm-hmm. good. So her versus her uh, BFAB might, you know, she, I think she could carry. I think she really could carry because like we said, mm-hmm. BFAB is very green, but I, I am looking forward to this again more because they, they built the storyline to the point where it's, it can, it can hold and the match just kind of needs to be serviceable. Um, so I, I love this and you're right, it is developmental. This is this is developmental right here, you know? So they gotta so get those reps. But yeah. it's so clearly developmental. And so it's not that you can't be mad at it, but you have to uh, like for me personally, I appreciate that they have this time to yeah. grow because it's like, the you, only way. If yeah, because like if you need to be good enough to a certain point to be on TV anywhere, you're not going to learn the lessons that you learn from being on TV. In the back, you're gonna, right. You're not going to learn the lessons you might learn from like even getting some of that negative feedback, which like I'm not encouraging hate to anybody, Dude, but please no. you do grow and learn a lot. And that's more pressure for people. That's also more um, kind of like security in a way because you're in the middle of a storyline. So it's like, I have to like, put in the time I need to put in the mm-hmm. work I need to do what I can to get over and so I'm happy for them that they have this chance to grow and I hope that we start to see not like tomorrow not next week but like I hope that we start to see more of these moments and I I, I could imagine seeing more of these moments where we just have different stars pop up for either feuds or 
you know, WWE or NXT, but WWE really giving them the time mm-hmm. to develop these specific characters in these moments and then they you know, once really they felt are like some, once they felt like someone's like at the right place focus on someone else and shift to someone else is like the new developmental project is kind of what i would say and they, they really are because like uh this jude tony d'angelo has gotten two visionettes he's he's given off like a sopranos vibe people are digging him um we got i think the dude's name was zion quinn was like holding doors these doors open for ladies and this other dude tried to walk in and he punched him for like trying to like not be courteous yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we had carmelo hayes and tricky williams like in the back apparently carmelo hayes i guess when he won that breakout star tournament he has like a yeah. contract that he can like cash in so he was kind of talking yeah. a little bit of junk um to I think it was Kushida or Roddy one of them two I can't remember but um while we also have, um, Ivy Nile is another woman who's who's popped up on the roster in uh in the Diamond Mine storyline oh, yes. and mm-hmm. hit um what's his face hit uh Kushida with like this Superman type of punch or Superman I don't even know Superman yeah. punch though is what the move is right yeah um like taking out Kushida before the finish of that match before Roddy won the NXT Cruiserweight Championship exactly. so like, we're getting all these different people introduced and. You know what it kind of reminds me of, but like a positive version of this, it reminds me of when like in 2005, 2006, the diva search was a thing. Mm -hmm. And then after the diva search, like all of these random diva search people just like started popping up. Like Michelle McCool was probably like a, uh, an interviewer at first. Maria Canellis might, I know that this wasn't the breakdown, but like Maria was like, you know, yoga teacher, someone else was like a makeup artist and it was mm-hmm. so ridiculous and pointless. But this to me is like, Feels give different. us the new stars while also giving them purpose. And exactly. I like it. I don't mind getting overwhelmed with new faces and people because they're all like kind of really interesting. And it, the two hours that yeah. they do that, that they did this in, it legit felt like. It, it didn't feel long, but it felt like mm. they got so much in. I was like, oh my God, like they're doing so good. They got so much in. And I looked up, it was an hour and a half. And then that's like uh, when the main, the main event basically started. But we, when I tell you, Matt, we had so many vignettes. Like I didn't like send them all and then, and you won't find them all on the highlights, but like we got uh, I- Ikemen Hero explaining his name and why he wears the really cool funky jacket. Yeah. And again, we'll talk about this more when we get to our regular uh episodes. But like NXT 2.0, they are like really doing it. I think next week we're supposed to get the index honeymoon because we talked about the index wedding last week. So I just want to give people a heads up. But one of my favorite things was Frankie Monet, uh, who we've talked about on this podcast, Mm -hmm. challenged Raquel Gonzalez. Well, she didn't, Raquel wasn't there. She just went into um, William Regal's office and requested a match with, uh, with, Raquel and she she got it but as she was like walking away um this girl Lash Legend rolled up and said like oh you know good for you you got your your title match but best believe I'm coming for the title and then she said next week I have my own talk show it's called um 
Ooh, what is it called? It's called Lash Lashing Out with Lash Legend. And and so next week Lash Legend is gonna have her own talk show. So it's like I'm so I'm really excited. Like honestly, yeah. I, I'm really excited because it, it just there, there's just hmm. so many new fresh faces faces. I will say though, just as a as a um cautionary note for people that if you go if you search Lash Legend on Instagram, you're gonna learn about a beauty supplier. Yeah. Free worldwide express shipping to 150 plus countries, oh, lash God. supplies, and thin base mid-stem crystallized fans. There you go. Lash now, pay later. Lash now, pay later. That wasn't an ad, but it could be. That did so we I feel like we should have gotten paid for that. I mean, yeah, I but, their actual Instagram handles, so that's where we draw the line. But yeah, that's, that's where we draw the line. But yes, I will actually be able to find Lash Legend on an actual Instagram. I'm sure you will too. I'm actually just at Lash Legend WWE. But um, avoid the makeup brand because it's like Lash Legend. The wrestler's a lot cooler already. Yeah, and La- and Lash Legend is uh, her real name is Andrielle Howard, and she's like she was like a former women's basketball player or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. so Texas A and M. Yeah, she's yep, probably yep. been on Big Brother with like Cliff Hogg and Haley. Yeah, exactly. So she she is a very tall woman. Uh, mm-hmm. I I I love it. She's very like she see yeah she seems to have like the charisma down. So I I want to see I can't wait to see her and uh and then finally just rounding it out we got Toxic Attraction Mandy Rose the aforementioned Mandy Rose came out with her group Gigi Dolan and J C Jane they they just got that name Toxic Attraction they're like wearing black I mean like. At, uh, it still is Mandy Rose, just brunette. Like I thought they were gonna try and change it up again, but no, she's still like a sex kitten, but it's kind of like dark goth sex kitten. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and I will say that I I don't know who said this. I just wrote down Mandy old news Rose. Um, yeah. <laughs> she she did make a comment though, like that the old Mandy was the beauty, and then this Mandy is the beast, which like. You could be okay. both. You don't need I to know. I, that was R- cute, though. Yeah. Um, and Toxic Attraction. Mandy finds herself in another three-woman group here. This is Shades of Absolution. This took me back to the Absolution yeah. days. So, um, and conveniently, they have a title match. They came out. They wanted a, a NXT Women's Tag Team Championship title match, and they're getting it next week against... Uh, Eo and Zoe Stark, Eo Shirai and Zoe Stark, who we literally have not seen on TV that that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is right before the draft, so I can honestly see Toxic Attraction maybe winning that. And I, I think Eo needs to get off of NXT. Like she, yeah, like needs to go either to Raw or SmackDown. I will see. She's so solid, though, that like with the way that they're developing people, it is helpful to have people like Tommaso Ciampa, for instance, who have this incredible skill who are able to help kind of pull others up. And EO is definitely one of those people. So I agree. We'll see. We'll see what I we do get. Honestly, that, there's I... no, there's no guessing. Yeah. yeah. Do we know that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. I would, I would personally just like to see her on the main roster just because I feel she's definitely done everything she can do in NXT. So agreed, but we'll see. 
But that's it. Yeah. Uh, as it. always, yeah, as always, all of the highlights that we've talked about today can be found in our show notes and our show description down, down in the bottom. Somewhere. Yeah. Yep, bottom of the thing. Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast at robhasawebsite.com slash subscribe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Matt, what do you have coming up? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know anymore. It, the wrestling wrap up. I have coming up. We're going to yeah, be talking about that. extreme rules soon. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely Survivor 41 coverage is coming up. We are just uh-huh. wrapping up the Big Brother season, but I don't think I'll be talking about that before it's over. So I'll just be tuning into that. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about the uh, YouTube show game Black Widow Brigade over on Silent Podcast. So this week, probably around the same time as this drops, you could also hear the um, episode of that podcast drop over on Silent Podcast YouTube and and the other podcast apps and things. Mm-hmm. And other than that, you know, I'm out here doing things. Yeah. You could find me. I don't know. There's, I feel like there's something I'm forgetting, but you know what? You could find me at Matt Scott GW and I am officially announcing my role as Mari's PR agent. I'm her publicist. I'm here to book her on all things. We want her on the Buzzfeeds, on the NBCs, on the, oh, wow. um, on all of the things. So if you are with, um, Good Morning America, call yeah. me, NPR, call me. I could, I could, hook you up with Mari. There you go. Mari, um, where can the people find you? <laughs> All right. Uh, we are back. The Wrestling Wrap Up is back. So you will find us here every week. Yeah. Um, then I will be on the circle, uh, the circle round table this week, talking about the third batch of episodes from the circle. Um, can't wait for that. Uh, I will also be on the 90 Day Fiance pod on Monday Ooh. with Kuya. Uh, hopping aboard that hot mess express. Um, so uh, also we have to plug, um, the, uh, extreme rules. We're doing the extreme rules reaction, reaction podcast. So you, right after extreme rules is over, give us about like 15 minutes, whatever. Um, you can go over to stereo, download the stereo app, follow both me and Matt so that you can get notified. We are going to go live after the pay-per-view to give our raw unfiltered reactions to what happened that night. So make sure you join us for that. Because again, if you join us live, you can submit your own audio questions and be a part of the show. But if you're not joining us live, we'll also drop it into our podcast feed. So make sure you're subscribed to the wrestling wrap up wherever you get your uh, podcast. Um, so you can hear that as well. Uh, yeah. And I'll mm-hmm. also even just say like, Set a reminder. Be part of the podcast. Yeah, please. Like it's not we often hear that we do the reactions. It's been a while since we've done one, and mm-hmm. we want you to be part of the show. We want to hear from you. So set a reminder for after the pay per view. Um, at that time, you know, sometime yeah. after 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, you know, just, just watch the show mm-hmm. and plan to follow, plan to go to stereo after that. If you are in the job as a squadcast group, you'll get that notification. If you're an RHAP patron and you're in the Discord under the wrestling channel, you could also probably expect to hear from us there, just letting uh-huh. you know when that's coming up and just announcing that. So, and then of course on our social media, but make sure that you mark your calendars and set a reminder to tune in and be part of it because we actually literally 
want to hear from you. You could be part of the yes, show. Yes, we do. Yes, and yeah. you can find me on Stereo and on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two like, the, like number the number two. two. Yes. Um, other than that, I think that's it. That's all of the plugs, Matt. Yeah, just there's something about plugging the flying elbows, but uh, that's not my. Oh opinion. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, as always, have a great week and watch out for any flying elbows. Goodbye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.